Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, no Kalina. She's out on this one. She's busy in those Miami streets. Um, I think she's going to miss one, though. Uh, we've been talking on the air for a while that we're working on uh, aligning the stars to get one of our most talked about um MCs not only of this year but for the last 10 plus years um we're talking about our guest the amazing Don Pacino PR terrorist is here killer army fame Dom how are you I'm good brother man thanks for the uh the warm welcome um yeah man it's all good man yeah I know you we supposed to do it some time ago a couple of months back um you know Shit got, you know, something happened here, something happened there, whatever. It was on both sides, and it just didn't, you know, it didn't play out. But you know what? I think everything happens for a reason, and, you know, the that, time's now. That's, so. that's that's the way I feel about these things. Um, it's been an interesting uh, time in, in hip-hop because there's a nice resurgence in the underground scene and really, really challenging what mainstream hip-hop is. And mainstream music is obviously... Uh, pretty big and and very controversial in terms of where hip hop started from, and you are yeah. very opinionated in terms of just everything, really. Um, so I'm oh, been wanting to when I was thinking about how to have conversations with you, I really wanted to start from where are you right now with your relationship with hip hop? You've been in the game for a while. You've seen many types of styles of hip hop come and go. Many artists comes and go. Wu Tang is mm-hmm. now a probably as big as ever in terms of name recognition uh hulu shows all types of shows and you're part of that you're part of the umbrella what what's your relationship with hip-hop right now uh i mean i got a deep love for it it's my first love you know what i mean music's my first love you know what i mean aside from my mammy you know what i mean (laughs) um yeah, man, it's like I I got a love for it. Of course, when you when you when you have a love this long, man, it's like a marriage. You know, you're gonna have your ups and downs with it. You're gonna get fed up with it. You're gonna want to leave it. <laughs> you come back. You try to work it out again. You know, I mean, it starts going good. It goes bad again. You know, it's one of those things. You know, what I mean, right now, currently though, um. I mean, it's it's in a good place. I'm in a good place with it. You know, what I mean, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I think um. What I try to do is not take it too too serious no more. I think that's where I found my faults, you know what I mean? Where, But it's kind of hard when you got that much of a deep passion for it. So it's, it's, it's a struggle, but, you know, it's all love, man. My creativity is through the roof right now, you know what I mean? Um, I, I'm in a good place, you know, lyrically and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? And um, so I can't really, like, on that level, it's all good. The business... It's crazy, you know how it is right now. Now it's just, it, it turned from, you know, I went from cassette tapes and vinyl to CDs, from CDs, now we're streaming. Well, first it was downloads, then it's streaming, you know, the, the game didn't change so much. Now it's like, it's a gift and a curse. You know, it's just like anything, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, it made it accessible for all the young boys to come up and do this. Now everyone's a rapper. You know, before it was a mystique to it. Yeah. Where you didn't get a record deal, you was just gonna be on the corner rapping, or you gonna be in the uh, in the school banging on the table with your with your homeboy. You know, not everybody could do this. This kind of enabled everybody to get a shot, and that's cool. But it's like it kind of made it hard for people to decipher what's good and what's not too. It's like, well, what's the real and what's fake? You know, it's kind of like you're overwhelmed, and then they try to throw you in a, bo- a box with everything else. Now, now they ain't giving a fine ear no more because you're not. 
you, you know, it's like you're not a standout no more because everyone's doing it. So it's like before you was a standout. Wow, why did they give him the record deal? Why did they drop all this money on him? Why has he got a CD of himself? Where now everyone can press a goddamn CD. You can do it yourself. It's not going to make, you know, it's just, it, it watered it down a lot, bro. So that's, you know, it's, that's what the change is. Just, you know, a little brief little, that's how I feel. Like I went through all those, you know, trenches and everything else with the shit. So, yeah, hip-hop, but, uh, hip hop is, I've been saying that for a while. Um, the artistry of hip hop is still there. And if you are, if anybody likes the mainstream approach to hip hop, that's cool. There's a, there's a genre of hip hop for you now that could be yours. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. the genre I listen to, but yeah, back yeah. in the early nineties, it was just hip hop. And then it became dance hip hop. Then it became mm-hmm. something else. But there's, there's a good mixture right now of you can listen to the type of hip hop you like, and it's all good. The business of hip hop has changed dramatically to the point of where the dollar doesn't matter as much as it should. And I give this example a lot. Most of the time in my teenage years when I was working, I didn't have that much money. I had to go to Tower Records, Virgin Megastore, wherever in the city on a Saturday early and spend hours and hours listening to the headphones and trying to find what I'm going to spend 15 bucks on. And what you was, gonna spend your last fifteen or your only fifteen? Am on? I gonna eat Chinese food or I'm gonna or, go get this go old? This? Or I'm gonna go get yeah. old dirty bastards? Uh, you know, thirty six chambers, right? And so yeah. that money meant more to me, so I was more careful. So those albums mean way more to me because I spent hours just making sure this is what I want versus just going to SoundCloud, clicking a few things, and then ha- not having that connection. Yeah, yeah. How are you in terms of where are you with in terms of listening to hip hop? I found that like I talked to Sadat X and a bunch of people on the show and everyone seems to have like they love doing it, but they're almost not even really listeners of it. That's that's I'm I'm not, I'm I'm um I'm gonna say I'm guilty of that to a degree. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you come across my radar, you come across my radar. And the way dudes come across my radar is having similar fans. You see what I'm saying? So whereas I got some big fans in the in, in Europe, right? So a couple of my UK fans, they're fans of me, but they might be fans of another rapper from New York, and they got him on his on their page on their social media. So I give him a check out too to see what my man's listening. He's a fan of me. Let's see what this dude. If he got something in common with me, or why does he have that? Where's the similarity? Where's that common denominator at? You know. So that's how I kind of kind of keep in tune with what's going on with other MCs. It'll be through fans of mine most of the time. As far as like. The commercial shit, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go watch YouTube videos and if I stumble across something, it'll come on, you know, like, you know, the commercial shit or something's hot, you hear it on the radio, it might be high, you give it a listen just to see the visuals and see, because sometimes the dude might not grab you with the, with the, with the, uh, with the instrumentals or whatever, but then when you hit, when you see the video and see where they were going with it, and yeah. you know what I tell a lot of dudes is like, I might not like a dude what he's doing musically, but then I'll see an interview, right? He'll do an interview somewhere and I'll be like, but I dig him as a person, like, so it'll make me kind of be more open yeah, to you're, it. You're where, a fan that way. Yeah. So whereas, whereas is dudes that I, I liked them, I thought they was dope musically, but then I watched them and see them and how they react and how they talk and hold the convo and what they stand for, their morals and values. And I'm like, I can't really fuck with it. I don't, and then I can't even fuck with their music no more. Cause that's more yep. important to me than music. That's the interesting thing about hip hop, right? There's, it's like, we almost sell authenticity and then if you don't know how to like 
connect with fans on that besides music you almost your career is almost over from the jump um yeah, that whole, that whole thing, package bro. and i don't care if people sell me a character i mean wu-tang's been sending me a character since they debuted i mean method man my favorite yeah. method man is the method man on a bus with a contact in his eye that's the method wow, man yeah, i yeah. want i don't want yeah, the yeah. other method mans right yeah, um, yeah. no shout out to method man i'm not i love method man yeah. no, no, no. but that's nah, like, visually that's what i want from method man but that's like, what it was man that's the originality the mystique that it had then is like you know like you said it's different it's various genres of the shit and, and whatever you into I don't knock nobody for what they into that's dope I yep. think it's dope that we have agreed there. but as long as it's dope like I tell dudes I like good music you know I listen to Prince I listen to Sade I listen to, 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 to Stevie Wonder like I listen they all got different type of styles and shit like that but you know when you get a Sade joint it's gonna have that it's gonna sound like like she been through, she been through. It's yes. gonna be sound like hurt and pain, and and but it's gonna sound melodic and and smooth too, where you could just have a glass of wine to it. But you know what I mean? You know you're gonna get that when you go pick up a Sade joint. You feel me? Yeah, it was Sade. But, an interesting thing. One, I would recommend me? people buying Sade vinyls if you can find it, because that's almost the best way to listen to Sade. And two, yeah. I went to vacation in in uh, Costa Rica not so long ago. And that island is obsessed with that woman. Like I couldn't get away from it. Like I didn't realize region, dope. like in different parts of the world. Music with the region, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm sure you can make more tour money in Europe than in the states, and that's also a sad comment. I'm gonna tell you what. No, no, yeah, but I did, I did all right in Europe. I do all right in Europe. I mean, Europe is probably right now is accountable for about fifty percent of my sales right now. You know what I mean? And that's Europe the whole year. I mean, that's like yeah, spread out, you know what I mean? And UK, I think I think they consider the British a little different of I don't know if they consider it under the Euro because they got different dollars, yeah. but to me I think I, I you know, I might be fucked up for seven. It's all Europe to me when it's over <laughs> it's there. All me too. You know, the the thing I learned to be doing these travels and touring Europe is that their countries are as big as our states. You know, people think there's these big oh, you know, the shit's small over there. Like you can you know, like couple of hundred miles and you're in you go from germany to belgium like i was on the bottom of uh i had a couple of shows out in belgium and i was on the border of that where the dude said we'll drive you know let's drive 20, 10 minutes we're gonna be in germany a certain part of germany will be in. like it's that close they're not like and they they're small they're small as fuck they, they like i said they, they, they texas is bigger than like two or three of the motherfucking countries out there bro like that's how real it is it's, it's kind of set up like that. We call them states, they call them countries when it comes to Europe. It's kind of a little weird like that. I, I love Opposed how... Opposed to very, you know... I, I, love, I love how a lot of the artists that I've listened to in my night you know i'm approaching 40 i'm aging myself and so my era of music was in my teenage years most people so hip-hop a lot of r&b during that time but a group like shy who has like uh one hit song here pretty decent album in europe are like mega stars but over yeah, here yeah. it's like they don't even get a, a mention but yeah, everyone knows that one song, and maybe that's the song they made the most money in. Europe seems like they're in like a time, like a generation yeah, nah, before. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, man, they were for a while. I feel like they they getting a little. They they're starting yeah, to yeah. seep in over there. They're starting to all that commercial shit starting to seep in. It ain't what it used to be, say five ten years ago. I would I would even go like say ten years ago because even five years it started. That's when the turn started happening real drastic. But yeah, they still you still got some strong supporters out there in Europe. So shout out to Europe. Um, shout out to South America, man. 
I mean, I didn't know how strong I was out there, you know what I mean, like in Brazil and Colombia, and I went out there and I had a lot of love. Even Mexico, man, shout out to uh, uh, Baja, South California, man. Over there in uh, La Paz, I went out there and I, I, I didn't know how big dudes were like, Don Pacino on the streets, and I'm like, oh shit. And I go to, the, I go to a spot to eat or, or have some food and the dudes start putting some Wu-Tang on, and I'm like, is this a coincidence or what? Like, they, the radio all of a sudden goes from Spanish music to Wu-Tang playing, <laughs> and then they're coming over, you know, you know, smiling and asking for autographs. I'm like, wow, that shit is, yo, you just don't know, bro. You don't know how crazy, how, how far the music goes, you know what I mean? One of the most hot, I, I don't think it's discussed much, at least I haven't seen it in my circles, the strength of the Wu-Tang, rightfully so, obviously, for the first couple of albums that they released, all the classic joints. But for diehard Wu-Tang fans like like me, which I consider myself to be because I have pretty much everything and listened to everything unnecessarily amount of, amount of times in my life. Mm-hmm. The strength of the Wu-Tang was also based on the strength of the affiliates. I always felt that you had Wu-Tang, but what made them even stronger with that Sons of Man was dope. Killer Army was dope. Kappa before he joined Wu was dope. Killer Priest, dope. Grave Diggers, dope. All of you have classic albums in your own right. And even if you want to go down to two people like Shabazz the Disciple was exciting when he first came out. Um, the La the Dark Man. All those things made I felt the Wu Umbra Shaheem the Rugged Child. All those things for me made the Wu Tang a menacing and and quite enjoyable team. Do you feel, and I asked it to Solomon Child when he was on the show, do you feel that, I know that being a Wu-Tang affiliate has helped, being with Killer Army, getting your foot in the door, but has it kind of put you in a box? I, I feel like Wu-Tang affiliates struggle the most to break outside of that Wu-Tang kind of branding where yeah, like yeah, you have a agree, you have yeah. fan but then it's like you're not even considered like underground MCs and I always found that peculiar because I'm like these guys are like the best MCs out right now why are we pigeonholing them I feel it's holding mm-hmm. back the whole squad the affiliates because there's a lot of them same thing with a Wu syndicate yeah. I mean a lot of the Mar- Darkman completely abandoned the sound altogether um and went in a different direction. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Because you're you're in the game. Yeah, you've nah. been doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you, man. I think that that was that was uh that's a big situation, man. That's the gift and the curse. That's the double S sword I told you about earlier. We talking about see this, you know, this they, they can't be uh they can't be a sun without a moon, man. It's like it's just the way it is. Like God, devil, everything's got that other side, you know, that yin and yang. But um. My thing is this, um, yeah, it's like they, they throw, like, even me, I feel like I'm throwing under there. You know, when they mention, a, for, for, for instance, it's like they, they mention uh, 50 top Latin MCs. I don't even, dudes ain't mention me in the goddamn thing. Like, they must, like, like I'm since it's a part of Wu, it's like he's not considered, I've repped that Puerto Rican shit from the death, bro, on there, you know what I mean? Like, dudes knew yes. what it was. I'm the Puerto Rican terrorist. The name got the PR in it. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, the acknowledgement is like, yo, actual facts. You know, I came out before Pun dropped that first single. You know what I mean? Yep. We came out before that. 
You know what I mean? I met Pun. I, I was, I was, I was, I was able to meet Pun while he was alive, man. We did an install for Fat Joe up at the 560 uh, joint on Fordham when he had it, and he brought us out. He, you know, any, 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 any paid us to do a show out in the Fever back, back in the days. Um, you know what I mean? I that, heard that yeah, word in a yeah, while. Fat Joe. Shout out to Fat Joe. Yeah. So it's like. Yo, where's where's the where's the homage? You know what I mean? Where's the where's the respect? You know what I mean? And that's why, like, you know, to 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 not get off track, but I've been around that long, and, and back to what I'm saying, yeah, you get pigeonholed or whatever you want to say under under that, where you know I'm not even getting the right accolades with this shit. Where, it, yo, honestly, man, ain't too many dudes fucking with my lyrical sword, man. Like out there, you know what I'm saying? It's like real talk. If you want to go, you can go visit my whole catalog, man. If they can catch up, play catch up, but real talk and it's like you know it is what it is but yeah i mean what i've been doing since 2001 is i've been uh doing my own branding you know what i mean i i, I, I put if you'll notice i ain't dropped nothing i ain't dropped nothing with no w's on it you never seen a cd from don pacino with a wu-tang w is it because i don't got the the, the love or the thing listen bro on some real shit and, and all the dudes that been around know i've been around since i was eight nine years old i live with risk I was with RZA in the projects. I've been from the project cribs when he had nothing. We watched that Hulu joint. You're going to see the joints. I've been there since that. You know, I've been around since, uh, you know, I know the whole family. Like, I'm not just one of So if anybody could throw it on there and and rock and been around that long, you got dudes came in 15, 20 years later throwing the W on that shit. I don't even throw My thing is this. I'm I'm trying to establish my own shit. You know what I mean? Even though I'm a part of that, and, and, and it's always gonna be homage and love for me because that's the foundation. And I and I acknowledge that. But I'm trying to establish my own self because that's what's important. You know what I mean? To carry my the, the next chapter of my legacy at the end of the day, that's gonna feed my family. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody got their shit established and that's all cool and love, but I'm trying to move on and do my thing. And that's what it is. I was a big you fan of I mean? your last project of Fire God. I thought it was one of the most slept on at that at when that album was released released meaning it wasn't i didn't hear it in enough conversations but for my own personal enjoyment mm. i was like okay that's a day one purchase Boop, day one purchase mm. and then when you go track by track it was a modern take to what you've been doing it's kind of like you're you're using your ears to hear what's kind of out there and kind of like Sticking true to what your sound is, but kind of just giving it an upgrade. And I felt Fire God was was an example of of doing it. Because I feel a lot of legacy MCs, the way I see it, people who've been around for a while, who has an established sound, are doing like cash grab kind of records with people. And then they start having some trap influence. Things like that. And I'm okay in a creative way to kind of do those things. But it's yeah. really hard on your fan base. Like, it's really hard for, like, what are you trying to it do is. with this? It is. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. That's why when I was making the example of, like, say, Sade, is, like, when you go pick up her album, you, you you want that sound. That's the sound you're coming for. You're going to get her for that sound. And when that sound ain't there no more and she's sounding like Rihanna with some Rihanna beats, you like, no, I go to Rihanna for that. This is not what I want that deep tone, those melodic, you know? Those pain hitting, you know what I mean, joints, and if you ain't getting them. Then it's just so I understand that, but I think fans also are hard on artists that are trying to evolve. Also, yeah, you know what I mean. Sometimes you're in a different place. I'm not in the same place I was 20 years ago. 
when I came out with, you know, in 97 with the Army, you know what I mean, 96, 97. So, you know, we was young. I was 18 years old. I'm running the streets. I'm, you know, I'm popping dudes. I'm doing jail time. I'm having a baby at a young age. I'm all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm on some, you know, wiser, sharper sword, you know, thinking about real estate and, and, and different, you know, my mind ain't there no more. Like trying to give the yeah. young dudes jewels to don't make these mistakes or not. I'm not glorifying this no more. Like this and, is not what. And I'm not there as a listener. You know, when you were doing that stuff with Killer Army, that's where I was as a teenager, rebellious. So you're angst. growing too. So the so, fans, that's, a, that's what they say. Your fans grow with you. So yeah. Right. So That's why you I know always get I mean? it that they want. Because it's like, even when I try to listen, listen, a lot of stuff that's out there is by people 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. You're not rapping about anything that I haven't listened to or you just aren't saying, there's no substance there for me. At a, at a 40-year-old, you're not, I might enjoy it, house party, whatever. But as someone who likes to think, who reads, who's grew up on Wu-Tang and, and Killer Army, you have to have things, something like, hold up, what did Dom just say there? Religion brings division? Like, what does that mean? Going back to what that means, going back to what five percenters are. Like, I that was no, I didn't have no concept of those things growing up. It made me want to know more. And that's why I feel is hip missing in some of the hip hop stuff now is like I wanna hip hop was also an educational tool for the streets uh-huh. for the and we're not getting that as often and that's business side. But I was happy with the fire guard and now we have build and destroy uh out now. Link in the bio, go 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 cop that. What was the yeah, thinking yeah. Of, of this project? I think this is another, uh, honestly, man, I got, I got, it's, it's wide range, you know, so I got the killer shit on there, you know, I, I got to bring them back to that, I got to bring them back to the essence because I got those day one fans that they want me to shoot them in the face still. So you got to shoot them in the face, you got to blow them up, you got to cocktail bomb their crib sometimes, but I got a lot, that's why it's build and destroy, you feel me, that's the balance right there we was talking about, so I'm building on there. Also, and I got some real dope jewels on there, you know what I mean? Like, just some real inspirational, like, the powers in us, we could do it. Don't look, don't look to a mystery, you know, shit just, just, just pretty much, like I said, I'm dropping some jewels on there. I got some, doing, I got some homage joints on there. I got a track called I Love You, which is real dope. Another thing is the production, uh, the production, I, I produced nine joints on there, you know what I mean? Um... And um, I'm, I'm showcasing the production lately. Also, I produced, uh, I think, 10 joints on the last Terror Band joint. So I've been uh, going a little crazy with the production. Well, sitting around Fourth Disciple and RZA all day might might pick up a, a few tricks here and there. Um, yeah, you know what it is? I didn't even, I, I wasn't even interested then, to be honest with you, man. I wasn't even, I wasn't even over the shouldering with them, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't really interested then. I'd watch a little something. I was a sponge with more of the business and more of what we were doing, you know, I was a sponge. Anything that had to do with some business, which, uh, you know, which brought me to the point where now I'm handling all my business, I'm booking tours, I'm, I'm, I'm running my label. I'm do- so, you know, I was more interested in that aspect, but... Yeah, as far as the beats, I always I've been producing since my I think it's my first or second solo joint. I have a little joint here yeah, or there. You'll yeah. see one produced by me. Yeah, on another album too here. But I really, beans. really, yeah, I really got involved in it now. I really got involved with it now. You know, what I mean, I really just, I just, you know, the business of hip hop, especially when it comes to the wool affiliates, have always been its own interesting 
headlines all the time and and it's always been as a fan i don't i don't like necessarily that at times the woo themselves the affiliates are all over the place with each other um i know people find that entertaining i don't because i'm a diehard fan i don't want that i just i just want i want my music like you know i want yeah, my yeah, shit okay. and so, so you know that's always an interesting thing with the woo the stuff that kind of some of the stuff that happened with the wu-tang business-wise we're not going to get to all those details you know anything that happened right. with ray or you <clears throat> Or you, whatever, or RZA, or whatever, ODB, when he went to rock. Like, the business stuff is always weird. I don't need to know the details of those things. I'm just a fan. But it seems like it cycled back into Killer Army, right? It seems like, I feel like there was, as an outside, not, not knowing all the details and not wanting to know all the details. It's more of, I just feel like whatever's happened in Wu-Tang in terms of some of that business stuff was kind of role modeled for the killer army like could, you know what i'm saying like why like the issues that rizza had with the crew was the same one that neither had with killer with the with the army i'm like wait uh, are we not seeing that these are the same issues here by the same bloodline <laughs> and it's like you know what yeah, I'm saying? it gets a little funny. it gets funny that's for me. funny I mean, only certain people are gonna really, really put the two and two together and the shit like that, and 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 really more so the people that really know and been around know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? My thing is this, man. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, if something ain't right at, at this point, you know, as far as the army shit goes, man. You know, peace and love to those brothers, man. For I'm real. killer army forever. Knife cannot uh, dethrone my killer army hood. It's not happening, bro. He it's can't not. erase your history. He can't erase my history. It never. You know, he knows no, that. He knows. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Before we started going at it on Twitter, the day before, he was like, yo, bro, you know I need you, man. I, I don't need you, but you know I need you. I really need... All, all, all the same phone call. Nigga was bipolar with it. You know what I mean? He knows what it is. Listen, man, I named two of those three albums. All right? Dirty Weaponry, I named it. All right, uh, Fair Love and War, I named it. Those are my titles. I named those joints. You know what I mean? Uh, he named Silent Weapons. You can't, you can't erase <laughs> the titles. <laughs> First of all, you do the history of the hooks, the, the, the how many hooks I'm on, how many choruses, yes. how many hit singles. Yes. You can't erase it. I'm on the most tracks on the whole catalog, damn there, bro. Like of, of, of anyone's neck to neck is is ninth that has got the same amount of tracks. Yeah. Uh, that he's actually on. I'm on. I go twice on the shootout, a big single. I'm oh, twice on it. I'm spitting twice. I mean, yo, bro, it's like you can't I, take my that's, history. That's why I'm confused. And like when I see the stuff, I'm like, it's just you know I'm, what it is. It's a lot confused. of internal, it's a lot yeah, of internal stuff between me and him. Not the army. People getting yeah, confused. Yeah. Oh, hello. Sure. I ain't got no. You know, we got our own personal brother brother issues. Yeah, whatever. It's always, just me. Yeah. Me and Ninth with business and a lot of other shit that been going on for years that other dudes might be willing to uh, to just go with and, and dudes are in different places. Where if you ain't doing, if you ain't so active right now and this is an opportunity for you, what you gonna do? You gonna take the opportunity, right? No, correct. Where, you know that's natural. Well, Whereas me, I'm, gonna say, I'm already. I'm, I created, it's like, I created it's opportunities you, for myself. It's the you god I, thing, right? You god. I created like, opportunities for myself. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? I said I wanted it, so I made it. I created it. So I don't I might not be in the same position as another dude that would jump and take something where he's not really, you know what I'm saying? Where that so I don't need that shit in my life. Correct. And if it ain't right, 
it ain't right in exact for so many reasons, brother. Like I don't even want to. No, go we, into, no, we don't want to. I don't but even want to go into. I had, a, I had to ask because you know the fans will kill me, um, but that's why I said it in the way I said it. As an observer, it's Saturday, but it's also exciting because I find that these situations bring a lot of creative energy, and that's why <clears throat> people should go check out the Build and Destroy <clears throat> record and go support the Killer <clears throat> Army record. Like, hey, don't be like, yeah, listen, like, man. Like, like I we said, want everyone. The more you when I went public. Better. When I went public to let dudes know I'm not on the project is because I don't want dudes going to cop it, the dudes that, and then yeah. be disappointed because I got I got my again I got my own fan base at this point you know right. aside from Tell Army and and I, I don't want them to go and be disappointed. I want to let them know I'm not going to be on that. You you still could go support that you know do yeah. what you got to do. I'm not on there for my personal reasons. They you put, know what I mean? They put you in the back like this. I'm like. You just seen take, that? Just take them off then. Like I'm embedded in there. Why why are you throwing me in the cut? Yo, it's so much subliminal. Then the single's called Musical Terrorist. I mean, come on. How are you gonna and then hold on, for those who don't know, I'm scratched in the single terror killer army espionage. If you know yeah. that's from Swingin' Swords, that's yes. my verse, Killer Army Espionage, yeah. Puerto Rican Mobs and Camouflage. Yeah. So I'm scratched in the single verbally with with, with my, my voice. I'm on the single cover way in the back and the title's called Musical Terrorist. Come on, bro. It, it's interesting. I Once again, I see the parallels between this killer, the Killer Army universe, which is a whole hardcore diehard fans. Shout out to Money Miz and Wise King. We talked about Killer Army plenty of times in the show, so go check out those episodes in the link. And Wu-Tang. This is just, for me, it's like, is a okay uh so you just released this uh, wu-tang album not wu-tang clang album wu-tang album produced by mathematics who, who i enjoy and you put and you promote it as a wu-tang album but red man's on like four tracks jizz on a on track but you don't promote him and everybody has one verse like over 14 beats and then and i'm looking at my boy money miss shout out money miss i'm like Rizza, stop lying to me. This is mm. not a Wu Tang album. It is not a Wu Tang album. It's a mass. It's a mathematics compilation on your thirty six records of fancy art record label thing. If you sell me that, I'm cool. But if you're selling me under the fly, you're watering down your brand, and then I'm not gonna buy your shit. Stop it, Rizza, Stop it. I'm going yeah, on a rant again, I and I and I at him before, like, stop this. Like, we will buy your shit, but don't lie to us. Just call it what it is, you're saying? Just call, call it, what it what is. it is. It's a mathematics compilation. I don't know. I, don't even, I didn't know that they were promoting it. To be honest with you, I'm just in my own world with the shit. I, don't, I didn't know that they were promoting it as a Wu-Tang album. I know they had They the, were. And I was like, I know they had the other one. Uh, what's the shit? Uh, not the Better Tomorrow. Was it Better Tomorrow? Better, yeah, Tomorrow, Better was Tomorrow was the last album. And um, then they and had what? It. What they had, uh, the once they, again, the one, the one album that Cock Rings did. Oh, uh, uh, the uh, once upon a time in Shaolin that no one ever heard of. Yeah, yeah, that, that was one, Cock Rings, right? Cock that Rings was, that was, that was Silver Rings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, and me and Money, listen, go back, hit the link below. Me and Money Miss did a top five most disappointing Wu Tang thing ever. Even though we could do a hundred things we love, we also had to keep it real about the things that they disappointed was us. And one of them was that damn album. Like, how dare you put that album out in the universe after I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on you? I went on my honeymoon. Wu-Tang was at the Hard Rock Cafe. I didn't know they were going to be there. And my wife looked at me like, 
I guess we're going to do this on a honeymoon. Yes, we're going to do this on a... How can I not go to a Wu-Tang show on my oh, honeymoon? Shit. I went in sober. I left high as hell. And I don't even smoke. That's how I know it was a good show. Like, that's mm-hmm. like that's my Wu-Tang uh, experience. Like, fuck this honeymoon. Wow. I'm going to a Wu-Tang show. Um, Where you out there? You out there in Miami? No, I'm in Brooklyn. Uh, Kalina oh, in Mi- is in Miami. So I, I take this New York Shadowland things very seriously. Because I'm, right, I'm like really right next to the Verrazano. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. You over there in uh, what's that? Um, the what's that? Uh, Park Slope or yeah, right next uh, to Sunset Park. Sunset Park. Sunset yeah, Park. Oh, yeah. Born and raised. But they got the 40, uh, 40 deuce over there. Yeah, bro. You see, you know the hood. You know we get some get yeah, don't man, love. I know, I know. I'm I think we, out there, we man. get like one rapper up. love. We need some rapper to get out from the hood from here. Crush a lot podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for checking it out. Hopefully, we entertain you. Learn some stuff from um, from Dom, uh, one of the legendary MCs, not only from Wu Tang but just in hip hop period, especially. Especially if you're Latino like me, Puerto Rican like me, there's someone that I felt was always representing what Latinos in the hood really are about. Um, so shout out to you. Hit the links below. Building Destroy is available now. Fire Gods available now on streaming services. Most of the catalog you could get on streaming services now. And consider buying uh, the CDs. Um, it's the best way to give the most money back to the artists. You know that we talk about sure. that a lot. And don't let the streaming game hustle you. It's 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 good for us as consumer. But if you really want our artists to to not do stupid shit and go to jail because you they can't get money. Then yeah, yeah, you know, they, give a go dude, give a money. Dudes want to ask you where's your new album coming out, but they ain't buy your last ten and shit. Correct, you know and I got the receipts uh-huh. here. Um, yeah, man, Killer Army. Now, nah, they love, love get check that Bandcamp out, man. DonPacino.bandcamp.com is where you get the music, the new album. NapalmMusic.bandcamp.com and my YouTube channel, Napalm Dom. Like, subscribe. Definitely go on there. The new videos out. Yeah, Punch from okay. Tyson. Uh, produced by Bronze Nazareth, you know, and, and you know, right now that's what we're doing, man. But uh, yeah, stay tuned, man. A lot of new music coming. Working on crazy wild projects right now, so I'm in the lab, uh, just getting it in, man. But I definitely go go cop that new album, everybody, man. That's what it's about right now. On behalf of people from Sunset Park that I roll with, Wise King, Sun Blaze, a bunch of people that we grew up listening to, you, we want to thank you. Honestly, a real. A real heart to heart. I never thought I'd have a chance to talk to any one of my heroes. Um, oh, so I want to take the opportunity that. to that you have made an impact on a lot of people's lives. Your intelligent lyrics, the way you deliver it, the the urgency. Um, it was real New York Hispanic music that a lot of us relate to still now. So. If you haven't listened to Killer Army, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Go hit the links below. The first two albums and the third one. Um, especially the first two are are absolutely cornerstones of my love. favorites. So, number two, man, yeah, my favorite yeah. is that Dirty Weapon. Yeah, Dirty Weapon is, is is that's my favorite. Uh, I mean, Silent Weapon set it off for us. It's always everyone's usually their first album. They to me, it's just Dirty Weaponry, man. It's no. like where I really found my pocket, and I really yep. was just in the zone. We recorded that whole album out in California, man, out in uh, out in Hollywood. That one, man, it was a whole different change of vibe coming from New York. Coming from the hood, Stapleton, and going over there and just, you know, just vibing out, man. So it was a beautiful thing. But nah, I appreciate all that love. You know what I mean? Cheese, uh, and shout out to the whole Crush A Lot podcast, man. You know what I mean? Y'all doing your thing, man. And uh, definitely salute on that, man. Keep doing your thing over there, man. Salute. Yo, someone tell Future Wave to make an album with Don Pacino, please. I know you're going to listen to this episode, Future Wave. Go, go, go at my dude. Go make some history. Crush A Lot podcast, Don Pacino, Killer Army. We'll catch you on the next one. 
Peace.